Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 209. It is part of the Search for the Magic Man story arc, and it is the first of the final year of this campaign. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world uh, these days, uh, in the real world, that is. And so I- I'm not going to do a lot of plugging or anything here. I just want to say that the audience has been uh, amazing. All of you listeners are so great, and we hope that you are out there keeping yourself safe, keeping yourselves protected. Um, you know, there are a lot of ways that, that people have chosen to support the show, and we, we really, really appreciate them from the Patreon to the merchandise to just word of mouth and and everything like that. And if there's still space for you to do that in your life, that's great. Uh, but we understand that, that this is a, a sort of an unprecedented time, and, and, and we don't want anyone to ever feel... Um, like they are obligated to uh, to supporting this if, if their own life is, is in the way. So um, take care of yourselves, uh, be good to each other, uh, and, and, and we'll be here for you uh, doing this show no matter what. That, that's all. Uh, let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers, facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Uh, on a lighter subject, uh, how's the, the, the whole corruption of the Iora Church going? On a lighter subject? Yeah. <laughs> Geppetto, the rogue. We're basically family. So do you want to admit to your family that all you want to do is learn how to read so that you can read pornos? (laughs) Genevera, the sorcerer. Oh my god, guys, it worked. The plan worked. High fives. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. We Um, should have a plan more often. Gillick, the warlock paladin. Also, I'm going to cast detect magic to see if any of them are magic. None of the gowns are magic. What the fuck? <laughs> Asher, the druid barbarian. With my nipples? Why am I, are my nipples not convincing? <laughs> Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. There is a flash of light, and Gibetto is gone. Ah! Uh, from behind the wall of uh, Asimar in front of you, he has vanished. Uh, but Teladoc still floats in the air above you. <laughs> Fucking Teladoc. <laughs> the only safe way to talk to him. <laughs> <Yeah>, what? <laughs> God, you're a terrible, terrible service. Um, not true. <laughs> so safe. Okay. I, I honestly, to be fair. Yeah, but an awful service. <laughs> You also realize not only is uh, Gibetto gone, but Gillick is gone too. Uh. Oh no. Oh. Uh. uh what? Well, maybe. Where, maybe the maybe when the mendicant was. Well, no, never mind. No, it, it probably they probably threw him in like j- j- jail. There. What? There is a feeling. He was just here. here. The mistress is not the only one meddling in these affairs. There is a sense of... of light and blood. Iora? Does it... Yeah, does it feel like divine intervention? I mean, th- that was Teladoc speaking. I don't know if uh, you are asking him that. Are you asking him? Yeah. I'm, I'm asking him, like, as in I'm asking him if it feels like it's gods versus something All else. All things here carry the touch of the divine. Where did you take Gibetto? Gibetto has gone to speak with the mistress. When he is determined to be false and he is destroyed, I will destroy you too. Well, no, see, that's okay. So. Also, I think he's not false. Gillick. That I do not know. Could it have anything to do with the mendicants that we just came from? Like, I'm going to hope that you say no. But, like, just did, like, let's say, like, somebody was, like, you know, like, Gillick 
should not go forward. Like, that wouldn't have anything to do with... Jennifer? I'm just saying, like, you all said, you said yourselves. This is not so... your mortal meddling. Your friend was taken by another of the siblings, one beyond me, whose power is not mine to interfere with. If there is business with your friend and the god of light, then so be it. Uh, 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 how is it going with Geppetto? Can you, can you, like, tell her, I mean, get us in there or just listen? Of course not. You may not listen. Why not? Because. Can you translate? Conversa- I cannot. I am not uh, aware of the conversation either. It is between the mistress and him. I am sure for now she is discovering the rat that he is and is. Ooh, that's. Maybe let's not. Like, maybe well, let's be kind. I mean, you and your friends are a plague here, and the sooner that we are finished with you, and that's not like being kind. If we why maybe... are you so mad right oh, now? Guys, I'm, I'm mad because at every turn, you, the five of you, are meddling in what we are trying to do. You have turned my brother against the mistress. You have brother. destroyed his life and forfeited it. The magic man. We once referred to him as Silurian. But soon he will be the exiled one, as he no longer takes a place amongst us. He is no longer one of ours. Now, if he is exiled, um, will he still retain all of his powers and stuff? He will have nothing. He will be nothing. He will be a worm. He will be dirt. He will be worthless to everyone. Yeah, like in your mind, but will he still have his powers and stuff? (laughs) And also, will he be bound by the pact? Um, Teladoc shifts uncomfortably. I do not have to answer your questions. I do not answer to you. Yes to Genevera's and no to mine. Yeah, sounds like he'll still have his powers. And won't be bound by the pact. I I, I can't say that. You can't say that either. No, this is never, this is unprecedented. No one knows what will happen here. Hey, Hey, tell me something. Tell me exactly how you're torturing him. Yeah. Like, it must be something that you're excited about, right? Like, describe everything to me. Our... I, I don't think that that's going to happen, Genevieve. Well, I feel like it should, maybe. I don't think I need to reveal to you the methods by which we deal damage to one another. <laughs> Yeah, but no, don't not even that. I'm just saying, like, what's your favorite part about torturing him? That he gets the suffering he deserves for the betrayal he has caused. And he, you, I'm looking like more specific. Yeah, and you have him in custody and all that. Like you're actually torturing him, which is a thing that you enjoy. We are punishing him for the crimes he has committed. Prove it. I don't, I don't have, have to prove, prove anything to you, Genevera. Well, I don't think I just... that they have him. I don't should... think they do either. It sounds like they don't it have him. It sounds like you, right. you can leave then. We can't because oh, we're love. waiting for our friend. You have to. <laughs> you, you, you said we can't leave until our friend is judged, and no, then you're, you're going to kill us. No, leave at any time. I can come and find you when he's destroyed. No, he's not gonna that's be... not going to work for he's us. He's also not going to be destroyed. You have are I tried super... flipping my coin here? Yes. Okay. Can you remind I mean, me what happened? It was Nothing bad, happened. I think. Oh, oh, it wasn't screaming? Not okay. here. Okay. You are certain that he is connected to the all Certain. A being who has never been connected to anyone. You're certain. Geppetto? Yeah, he wouldn't lie to yeah, us. Yeah, he would never lie You're to us. You're certain he has not been lied to. Uh, well, I, I got to him for a minute and it, it seemed like I, I was really that I was the, my, the, I had a magical sword it was talking to me it was great all of our enemies don't really have a whole lot of uh, nuance they often are pretty much like I'm gonna be that's not a dick and Anthony uh, <laughs> <laughs> <sounds> like one. <laughs> they, they're pretty much like I can only do one thing 
And I can only do that one thing because I'm bound by a pact. So I can't ever lie about not doing that one thing. And if I'm trying to lie, it's me avoiding the question. Sound familiar? The shadow, the shadow lies. Seems pretty much in the in your face all the time. It, it, it moves in your face so that when it lies, it gets away with it. It is clever. It is good at subverting. It is... It hides its techniques. That you think it can't do that means that you have already been lied to. There is a great flash of blue light. It blinds you. It almost seems to envelop you in a way. And when the light clears away, you are in a very quaint, small library. Shelves and shelves and shelves of uh, super tightly crammed in uh, of all of these books and scrolls, tomes, uh, and they're all just stacked so close together that you couldn't even fit a hand between them. Um, there's uh, three squat, short humans, taller than you, but not by a lot, um, walking back and forth up and down these shelves in long, dusty, dingy blue robes. They seem to be uh, marking things in their ledgers, taking notes, uh, going back and forth across these shelves uh, in this fairly tight space. In front of you is a single battered wooden desk and a chair. And not much space beyond that to move around without bumping into some sort of uh, book or text or scroll or anything like that, I guess, is the rest of that sentence. Excuse me? One of the uh, men looks up, turns to you, blinks a couple of times, turns back to uh, searching against the wall for something. You see him tap a few times on one of the walls uh, and all of them shift a wide enough opening for him to pass through and he slips back into the darkness for a few seconds. And he comes back with a large, dusty tome heavy, thick, uh, and a dark blue cover, chains wrapped around the book. He steps forward and he places it on the desk in front of you. The other two come forward as well, and all three of them reach into their robes and pull out simple keys. Each unlocks one of the chains around the book, pulling away the, 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 uh, pulling away the chains and revealing the, the tome. They nod to you and they go back to work. Thank you. And Gibetto sits down at the desk and opens the book. When you open the book, it is a, the spine creaks. It is clear this book has not been opened in a very, very long time. You can smell the dust and must coming off of it. The pages are blank. Um, Gibetto whispers into the book. It's a fine time for rain. I guess we'll have to take a trolley. What are you saying in Thieves Camp? I'm saying... I guess it's time that we have this conversation. 
The words begin to form on the page in front of you, like dark ink. It says, Gibetto, Fonken, One Shoe, Secret Keeper, Shadow, Stumbleknackle, Timber Shivers. I have waited to speak with you for a long time. Um... Gibetto casts Minor Illusion onto the pages uh, so that he's not, like, leaving a permanent mark. Uh, And the words appear. Um, I never dreamed I would get this opportunity. New words begin to form below. They say, no mortal has in nearly 2,000 years. One of your angels is in trouble. Are you continuing to to do this magically? Yeah, yeah, through Minor Illusion onto the page. Uh, And then, like, as... As the responses start to appear for him, uh, he, like, wipes away, like, he he dismisses the, the previous minor illusion spell so that the words disappear. <clears throat> the second time you cast the illusion spell, it's harder. You have to really focus to keep the words forming in front of you. Um, Can you repeat what you said? Sorry. Yeah. um, One of your angels is in trouble. Yes. You speak of the one who has made a connection to you. Um, Gibetto points at the book and casts message this time to see if it's easier for him. Um, what, uh, that's a uh, divination Tran- transmutation Tr- transmutation. Yeah. Uh, and the message that he tries to send into the book. The, the transmutation spell does not if happen at all. Ooh. Um, What's going on in here? He just says out loud. In common. Again, the words begin to appear on the page. I am vast. I am exist in a way that is beyond how you and I might sit and have a conversation. For the gods to speak in such a way is possible. But for us to speak to the mortals in such a way, it is why we created the angels, that we would have an interface. This place is a construct. It is designed so that you and I may talk privately. My words are for you and for you alone. But it is probably best that we assume that your words are not. Gibetto responds in Thieves' Camp. Uh... And we will assume your thieves can't is happening. Right. Uh, that's kind of <laughs> kind of what I... Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. have to come up with thieves can't for all right. of this. I was like, oh my God, I'm going <laughs> to... This code is going to be weird, <laughs> but great. Uh, and so he responds in thieves can't and says, 
this is the best way I know without using magic to communicate less decipherably to the outside world. Will this work? Your tricks cannot hurt, but the forces that we might contend with would decipher even magical means by which you would hide or obfuscate your truth. When we speak, simply know that what I say to you is between us, but know that what you say may not be. I felt like that's true for more time than I can really remember um, ever since I first saw the Shadow Lord. And so, I guess business as usual. (laughs) The shadow stirs, and it has touched you, but it has not found purchase. It is one gift that the Fae have given your mind while open to the Shadow Lord was difficult for him to contain. That's what Caliesto said. The Ancient One is wise. She sees things differently than me and my siblings do. She... She kept me from giving myself to the shadow. And that's when she made me her champion. I don't... I don't think your angel... is safe and we want to fix that he is not my angel was meant to serve a purpose a purpose that i bestowed upon him without his knowing A purpose that was undone by your compatriot, Genevera. In his understanding of what he was, he lost what it was meant to be. He could not know what he was and fulfill the role. He was a tool designed to circumvent the thing that binds us all. Now, he is without purpose. Now, he must pay the price for that. He must be punished, outcast, ostracized, and left to his own devices. But it must be clear that he has no connection from me anymore. It must be clear that his siblings are abandoning him, and to do that, it must be clear the hardship that he has faced. I understand that y'all have a pact and you can't directly help us. But 
I don't quite understand why it is that we can't be working toward the same things. in trying to contain this shadow. During the Shadow War, we did as you suggest. We fought along the plains. Our angels, the hosts from this land, flooded the material plane to face against the darkness. The Fey, too, manipulated, they led, they engaged with the mortals, with the greater races, and what we had to show from it were scars upon the land. Humanity, the greater races, And the Celestials, they rely too much on one another, influence too much already, that direct control was dangerous. I wrote the pact to protect us as much as to protect you. And now... The Fae are poisoned by shadow, and the greater races are poisoned by shadow, and the Celestials are poisoned by shadow. And it's all getting worse. Yes. At a certain point, I mean, far be it for some young gnome to tell you but I feel like something's got to give on that those of us who are bound by the pact it is still in the best interest of all that we remain so if those of my siblings have started to feel the touch of shadow even more so. The pact will continue to hold them, to contain them, and to contain those who are bound to them, those whose allegiance has tied to them. Gorm is not affected by the pact because Gorm is not tied to any being affected by the pact. He is not tied to my brother who slumbers here. And while he works to wake him, that pact does not reach and extend to him as it does to those who serve us, like Teladoc. Like the disgraced one, who currently serves the pact as long as he serves his punishment. Soon he will be cast out. Soon he will hold no connection to me. What can we... What can we offer? In tribute. To restore his balance. He is no longer useful to me. And if he were useful to me, he would no longer be useful to you. 
I have a feeling... I have a feeling that there's no winning here uh, for the old many pennies because I know Genevera wants it both ways. Um, what does she want, truly? I think she wants him to be okay. And she wants to save him. Tell me. And she wants to be able to call on him. Have you ever fallen? Oh, for sure. If anything, I feel like I started falling and then, you know, I'm making up for it now. Have you been cut? Yeah. Have you been hurt? Of course. And you are here. Yes. You have recovered. Does it work that way for everybody? Angels included. Not everyone. Right. But the angels are resilient. They were built in the image of the greater races, in a way. They were built to be our connection to you. And so there is more of you in them than they would care to admit. They are built to withstand. But I will, I will not say that the path the exiled one faces will be easy. It will hurt. It will hurt him more deeply than he has ever been hurt. And it will hurt that he knows why it is coming. And then I will cut him from my service. And that will hurt him too. But it is what must be. Because he is of no use to me. If he is in my service. And he is of no use to you. If he is in my service. Gibetto smiles reading that message. And he winks at the book. And I wish to speak about the all seer. I think it's only fair uh, that we talked about what I wanted to talk about. uh, And now we'll talk about what you want to talk about. She is different than we are. In the most fundamental of ways. We did not create this place. We are guardians of this collection of planes. We see ourselves as such. We have taken aspects of these planes. We have connected with them. We have made them our purpose. We have made them our calling. She is different. She is a creator. She is beyond what we are. Sure, she's like the idea man. She, you know, she's got like the big picture, you know, and y'all are just kind of 
responsible for making it making the making the trains run on time. I have never spoken with the Allseer. My people don't. It's intense. The Titans are beyond what we deal with. So I know that like you know a lot of stuff that other people don't know. Um, one of the things that people don't know is when you say the Titans, uh, who, that, <laughs> who that is. Uh, there's a traveling play down here uh, about a, a sports team called the Titans. Uh, we're supposed to remember. Remember. <laughs> Um, but for those of us uh, playing along at home uh, who might not, uh, you know, be as lucky to uh, have the breadth of knowledge. Um, is that, does that mean that there are other people or other, other entities uh, at the level of Caliesto? There were once. And so, like, is this Shadow Lord at that same kind of level? The, the, res- the response comes back faster than the words have ever formed before. And it is underlined. No. The shadow, the celestial, the fae, the fire, the water, earth, air, the elements of magic, the planes from which they spawn, and the world in which you walk, all were crafted by the titans. Now one remains to watch over not only our world, but all of the worlds they created. Wow. Um. This comes out in common. (laughs) What could she want with me? That. Secret Keeper. Is why we are having this conversation. Uh, to say that to say that the titan speaking to one of the greater races choosing to instill anything in them is uncommon is an understatement why you jebeto why now And back in Thieves' Camp, uh, he recounts the story of Gillick being taken from the plane, uh, from the material plane by the Shadow Lord and trying to uh, sacrifice himself to save his friend and having that interrupted. There is a period of time where nothing appears on the page. And then the words begin to form again. 
the all-seer sees possibility. It sees potential. For an intervention, the choice that you made or were willing to make for her to stand in the way of free will and to offer you another choice. The danger to not only this world, but all of the worlds beyond had to be enormous. And armed with that same feeling is why we came to you about your angel. I am not my siblings. I tend to see things on a wider perspective than them. Now, I am not the all-seer. I do not see what she sees. It sees beyond in ways that are incomprehensible even to me. But I have always seen these decisions for what they are. The pact is not meant to make your life harder. Indeed, it is meant to bind those that would be a problem for you. So while it may seem a barrier, I assure you that things could only be worse if it were not in place. It's why I wrote it in the first place, but it is not without its own idiosyncrasies. What if this one stays our little secret? I assure you, I don't know what you are referring to. Me neither. And Javetta winks at the book again. There are other ways that the pact can be interpreted. If there is strength that you need for a fight to face a fight that is to come, to quell the shadow, you should seek for these exceptions to the rule. In Numerita, there are teams of scholars that pour over greater races' laws to find loopholes and to exploit those loopholes for the benefits of their benefactors. Most of them pray to me. <laughs> in this agreement who do we turn to for that scholarly advice if not the angels of the secret keeper. If there were the solicitors that you speak of, the ones who seek to find the cracks, the exceptions, 
typically they do so in a somewhat adversarial way. If there were anyone who knew about the failings of our structure, it would be those who have taken a more or less adversarial relationship against us. Uh, Gibetto checks the spelling on failings. You see, like, just maybe the barest, it is spelled in common, but you get maybe just an inkling that uh, the handwriting's just a little bit different. Okay, great. (laughs) Um. What else? What else do you want to say or talk about uh, pertaining to the Alseer? If the Alseer has a stake in this, if she has plans, if it has chosen to involve herself. I want to know what it is planning. How can we make that happen? Yeah. Uh, Gibetto draws a stick figure shrugging. Uh, this is the first time he's actually written anything in the book. And it's just that. Like, uh, he circles it and then draws an arrow to it. And he points, like the, the arrow points and it just says me. The words appear uh, <laughs> underneath your drawing. You are uniquely qualified. In that you are the only person who is capable of ever seeing the purpose of this. And still you may never. In fact, it is likely you won't. I will be watching, trying to understand what her plan is. But if you get an inkling of why it chose you, then perhaps we could find a way to discuss things further. Yeah, I think if I find anything else about this, I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And I love my friends, but the person that I would go to for this is the worst possible choice right now, given his situation. And he starts to write out, you know, get... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the words begin to form <laughs> the threads of light that bind us to the mortals I have seen the threads of the one that you speak I can feel them tugging upon all of us my siblings They are weaker than they once were. They are twisted. 
with darkness. It is no longer a pull between two poles. He has become a nexus, a joining. He has not, he is not an, uh, he does not spread the shadow to us. But he is held fast by both sides. There is a war happening inside your friend. It is something that we cannot control or I would stop it. I would let him go as I think that would be a better fate than the pull he must be feeling now. Um, please don't do that. I can't. His connection to us is not our choice. It is his. But know that the strain that he is feeling by being between these two worlds, it is far worse, far harder for him to straddle this line than it would be to let go. Yeah, I guess. Thanks for that. There is the other among you who is bound to those of the celestial bound to the one who slumbers. She seeks to lift from them the shadow that their father carries. So... That blood corruption... The one that touches the dragons? Is Shadow? Yes. Okay. It has affected the black dragons more severely, but all of the dragons share that touch. And it is from their connection to Hayrix. She thinks there's a cure for that. A cure is unlikely. If they are bound to Hayrix, they will be bound to all that comes with it, including the shadow he carries. To shield them from such a sickness would require a breaking of that connection. At least to shield them permanently. Yeah, and that kind of thing feels, no offense, it, it feels like something that like, if it could have been done, y'all would have done it. Uh We have not done it because breaking the dragon's connection to Hayrix is not in the best interest of the greater races. Oh, no. I mean, uh, breaking Hayrix's connection to the shadow. If we could have done that, we would have. Right. Uh, I I would never suggest separating uh, angels and gods. That feels real bad. In a short time, the exiled one will be the only angel not connected to a god in Anmaneth. Ever. 
like I said, that seems real bad. Unless you count the dragon who carries no connection to this land. Yeah, I... Honestly, uh, this whole travel between realities thing is, like, that's beyond me, man. I don't... Ajibeto just points at the shrugging (laughs) uh, picture that he's drawn in the book and, like, taps on it. (laughs) You have come to an audience with the God of Secrets. And so I will impart you with one of my own. It is beyond me too. Cool. (laughs) Also comes out in common. Gibetto notices the drawing flash and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, at least, you know, nobody said that gods had to be funny. Uh, so thanks for that. <laughs> well, ah, uh, your angel outside uh, guarding this place. Teladoc. Yeah. Is pretty upset with us right now. I imagine so. You've known Teladoc a while. What uh, What might I let them know? Uh, when I get back out there to put this all at ease. It would be a violation of the pact for me to interfere in the lives of mortals. But I can assure you that the discussion that we have had, I will make sure that Teladoc understands my position. My position being that the many pennies are not welcome in the celestial realm. They are not to be hurt, but they are to be removed, sent away, probably around the same time the exiled one should be leaving as well. His penance is up. Jibetta winks at the page again one last time. There's no response. (laughs) And uh, he says, honestly, this has been crazy. I think this is the perfect way to talk to a god. By the way, in case you wanted, you know, like uh, feedback, like if you're soliciting feedback, this is perfect because no one will believe this, even (laughs) if I told them. (laughs) So, like, I may as well keep it a secret because this whole thing is insane. When you seek to find ways to subvert the pact, be careful. I mentioned before that those who seek to find ways to break the rules, many of them seek out the blessings that I provide. They look for knowledge. They look for secrets. Many who seek such subversions Follow my brother. They do not prepare for knowledge. 
they prepare for war. So if Herrick wakes up and are, you're going to like help them m- murder everybody, wouldn't, wouldn't that break the pact on your end as well? Mm. <clears throat> murder everybody? Yeah, yeah, because the whole world's going to be destroyed uh, when the Herrick wakes up and uh, apocalypse and all that. that. To be true. What do you think will happen? I believe that Hayrix will wake up and we will bring him back here to the celestial celestial realm and we will cleanse our brother and protect him from the shadows. You don't think all the uh, us will be worse off if he comes back? No. Why would you be worse off that one of our gods who is currently stuck in stasis does not come back? No. No. I have a game I'd like to play. This is so sick. So the rules are there's a bubble and you have to answer every question truthfully. You can't lie. Otherwise you get, it was a long time ago. I think you get like shocked or something. Just like a little like murder. Yeah. A little murder shock or something. But um, you can't lie. You have to answer any, and we go back and forth asking questions. There's one problem with your little game, Jennifer. You know nothing I want to know. Okay, you don't know that I don't know. She's smart. You don't know all the I've things. I've read a lot of books. I speak four languages. I am unimpressed. I speak them all. She gives she gives Asher like a thumbs up. I thumb, I, I'd give a thumbs up right back. <laughs> Keth thinks that the point went to the angel. <laughs> Asher and Jennifer didn't hear him say that because we were too proud of ourselves. Uh, no, it, it, was, it was conveyed with like a shrug. Like, well. um, <laughs> so that's a no on this game I thought since it was something that your brother hated (laughs) make a deception check (laughs) (laughs) that you would like oh my brother hated it (laughs) do I yeah do I add anything to deception uh I believe it depends on your character yeah oh yeah (laughs) 18 um his eyes narrow and he says I'm going to enjoy destroying you. With the truth. (laughs) There is a flash of light, and Gibetto steps back uh, onto the realm from beyond the the wall of Azimir. Holy shit! Gibetto, you're back. Okay, great. What? What? Oh, boy. It was Caliesto! No. Yeah, I knew it. This is not possible. Yeah, Suck it, it is. Suck it, Teladoc. Suck it, Teladoc. Yeah, sorry, dude. Totally was. I was shocked as well. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, wait, what? You are. I mean, what? You are to be exiled. All of you. None of you can be here any longer. No. Gibetto, mm. is that this right? This is from the mistress herself. You are all to be exiled. That's true. Uh, but uh, we won't be alone when we leave. <gasps> We're bringing, are we getting Are we getting Gillick? Oh yeah, also Gillick. Uh, yeah, we Gillick lost Gillick. Missing. Yeah, we lost Wait, Gillick. What? I don't know. That uh, wasn't part of the deal. There's a oh, flash that wasn't of part light. of the deal. There's a flash Jennifer of light. said something. And the five of you, Genevera, Asher, Keth, 
Gibetto, and the Magic Man. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> Find yourselves in an open field. Hey everyone, just a couple quick reminders. If you like the show, don't forget to tell your friends. And you can head over to patreon.com slash adventureinc and become a patron as well. You can also head to our website, adventureinkpod.com, for links to our social media and the store where you can find t-shirts, stickers, and more. That's all. We'll see you next week. You going to do a silly voice? No. <laughs> How, how great would that be if you were like, <laughs> you're, you're like, all right, here we go. We're going to speak to the God. Hey, y'all, what's <laughs> happening over here? It's me, Sally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. the goddess of secrets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Where are we? Have you been keeping a lot of secrets from people, you better? You're one of like my biggest disciples. <laughs> Bored, and why didn't I take you as mine? <laughs> oh, sure is a bummer you're already claimed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be another fucking voice, I guess. <laughs> yeah, put it on the list. Six, baby. <laughs> Fuck you, Matt Mercer. <laughs> <laughs>